and welcome to our podcast, PB and Chill. We're your hosts, Pooja and Bhavana. We're both juniors in college from Buffalo, New York, and we grew up as best friends. And although we share a lot of experiences, we still have our own take on every situation. And we're here coming at you live from Pooja's basement. Dude, we're not live. Okay, we're here coming at you not live from Pooja's basement to reflect on these situations with you. We hope you enjoy this episode of PB and Chill. Thanks for listening. Hey guys, welcome to our bonus episode. (laughs) This is being recorded via social distancing, except for some reason the Anchor app was being a little bit difficult. (laughs) So Bhavana and I are instead doing separate recordings. Anyways, that was just to show you how much work we're putting into this. We spent literally half an hour trying to figure out how to record this. Why has that been our story for the past two episodes? <laughs> I have no idea. Um, so today we wanted to talk about this new show called Never Have I Ever, by uh, directed by Mindy Kaling, right? Yeah, it was also written by her. Well, like written, like written. The concept was written by her, I guess. Okay. Okay. And it's basically about the narrative of a South Asian girl, which is really interesting because our podcast is, you know, we're both South Asian girls. So we were really like interested to see what the show was going to be about um, and to see if it was relatable in any sort of way. So Pooja binge watched it today, actually, and she finished it in three hours, all 10 episodes. Binge watch is a stretch. I literally... Fast forward to the fact that I was not entertained, so I was skipping through most of it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, there are definitely good parts and definitely not so good parts. So maybe we should talk about the good parts first, just to keep a positive outlook. (laughs) I think like, (laughs) I think like what you were saying about how Like, it was South Asian representation. Not even that. Like, we were excited for something of this because not only was it South Asian, it was South Indian. And furthermore, like, she was Thummel. Or she is Thummel. And I'm Thummel. So it's like, it was really nice to see, or to try to see, the idea of (laughs) an Indian girl in an American setting, like an Indian American, just, you know what might actually be represented for me is like how I grew up in high school. Um, I know we want to start off positive, but basically I was disappointed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I was pretty disappointed too. It was, it definitely, I had high expectations for it and it kind of like, it didn't even meet it halfway, which is really sad. I think that, like we were discussing before that, the, some of the good things were, like, I mean, I loved her mom. I loved the character that the mom was portraying, right? Like, she was, like, a hurting woman because, I mean, spoiler alert, I guess. But, like, she's a hurting woman because her husband, like, passed away and she loved her husband, even though it was an arranged marriage, right? And she still, like, delved into her work. She still tried to focus on her kids. She even took in, like, her niece. Um, and she, like... I think it was really ideal that in such a representation 
Mindy Kaling at least wrote in, like, the mom speaking Tamil to her kids and her niece because, like, that is what goes on in our house. Like, we don't just talk in English. Like, your mom, like, throws a Tamil word or a Kannada word or a Hindi word at you, like, now and then. And you, like, respond in that way, too, because that's how we grew up, right? So I think that was really nice to hear. Like, I liked hearing that they were using, like, those pet names like Kanna and Kannama and, like, stuff like that. Um, But honestly, that's all I have to say. <laughs> I... I don't know. It, I don't know if this bothered you at all, but, like, she wasn't ever interested in learning about her culture. Like, ever. Oh my god, don't even get me started on the, like, when she went up to that guy in, like, episode, like, four, I think, when, like, the guy was, like, playing football or whatever, like, first of all, the only Indian guy that was, like, in the show, maybe the only two, like, what? Anyways, and he was, like, actually, like, I've learned to, like, embrace my culture, and she just, like, she just, like, completely berated that ideology and she was like as soon as i go to princeton i'm never coming back i'm gonna become an atheist who eats cheeseburgers all day i was like uh, i never felt this way i what i don't know maybe some people feel that way but like i wanted i think Minnie kaling really missed the point on like learning to love your culture like obviously um davy davy vishvakumar um she had no intentions in the entire thing to like respect her culture or like even like learn about her culture at all which i thought was really like it's such a missed opportunity like to show like the audience like that character development like completely gone there was no character development no and i just like she i feel like mindy kaling missed a lot of opportunities she could have capitalized on because she was trying to still cater to a more uh, Americanized audience. I don't, I know that's not really correct because like we are American as much as we are Indian, but she wasn't able to find that balance in the show, which is the type of show we wanted, right? Because like, I didn't like the fact that she, the show started and like when she called someone Mrs. Iyengar instead of like Vinodanti. I wrote all these points down because I was just like, every little thing that bothered me, I wrote down. <laughs> the one thing, okay, I I liked the, I liked aspects of the Ganesh Puja, but I thought that, like, that's not, like, has Mindy Kaling ever been to a Puja? Like, that's what I questioned after this. Because it really wasn't, like, a Ganesh Puja. Like, I don't know, it was just... There were aspects of it that were funny, like how it was at, at a high school. Because, like, that's relatable. Because we have a lot of, um, like, our Indian programs at high schools or middle schools and stuff. Um, but, like, I don't know, man. It was just... just it, I was cringing. I, that's the best. I cringed the entire time. The entire show. Like, that's another fair point you brought up. Like, the other relatable thing. Like, there were so many relatable parts to the show. That I think it's so unfortunate that those parts are getting overcast by the cringy, unrelatable, upsetting parts of this show. Like, I think, like, what I brought up to you before was, like, I thought it was really funny how she described how her cousin opens the TV instead of turns on the TV. 
But I don't like the fact that it was preceded by she's just so Indian, right? Because I felt like that was something that could have remained unsaid, but instead could have just been like comical in a different leg. Like when my mom like shuts the light, like I love to laugh at that because that's such a like a that's such like a Indian immigrant thing to say, but I love it because even I sometimes now say like shut the light off, like or like close the light, right? I felt like it could have been portrayed in a more happy comical way than a cynical comical way yeah and also like what really like bothers not bothers me but like she the Devi Vishwakumar or whatever like she was just always like boy obsessed like the entire time she like even disregarded her like friends for like a boy <laughs> I was like what Oh my god, that literally, I think in my notes, I wrote like in three episodes, I wrote, wow, I hate Davy. She's such a bad friend. <laughs> like she really, like, I don't know. Like, I don't think that all Indian girls like are obsessed with like trying to have sex in high school. And like would, <laughs> um, I mean, boys are definitely a thing, but like not to that extent. Like that was crazy. Like that her friend's mom literally left her and she and she went to the guy's house <laughs> it's just like all those those things were so drastically unrealistic that like if it were ever true that that was like a girl's personality let alone quote unquote supposedly an indian girl's personality i'm just not a fan like, what is that? What? Okay, let's think about all the people who are watching the show who are truly ignorant about, like, South Indians, South Indian girls, and they're getting this information, and that's what they're, like, putting in their head. It's like, that sucks. <laughs> and that's disappointing because it's like, wow, finally Indian representation. Finally South Indian representation. And for me, finally Tamil representation. And all I get is... A girl who's dealing with a tragedy, who doesn't listen to her therapist, who doesn't listen to her mother, who shames on her pretty cousin and Indian culture. You know what upset me the most? When those girls were dancing. Oh my god, that was so sad. <laughs> and she was like, do you know how dorky everyone else would think this is? And I was like, okay, like, go away then. Like, why are you here? Like, get out of here. I'm a dancer. You're a dancer. We then bound us to our Indian culture. And you're just gonna... I can guarantee you that so many people who actually have seen us dance are like, wow, that's amazing. They don't think it's dorky. So what's in your head that's making this such a bad thing? And, like, I... Okay, I understand, like... How, like, obviously in a show, a comedy, this isn't even, I don't even know, like, a coming-of-age comedy show. Like, obviously you can't take everyone's perspective into account and, like, you can only focus on what you want to write about. But, like, I just feel like she could have done a better job even with the character she wrote. I totally understand. Like, my experience is different from your experience, which is different from Mindy Kaling's experience, obviously. And she's, she, I mean, she wrote that she's writing her experience. But it's like, when you have this platform 
where you're broadcasting this to so many like young minds who are craving for this kind of representation and this is what you give oh my gosh the line about being as pretty as priyanka chopra that that sent me like <laughs> right now i'm literally like my hands are on my temples and i'm staring at bhavna because i can't i can't think about <laughs> that like what you're a south indian girl and you love the fact that you're compared to priyanka chopra why wouldn't you have compared her to literally anybody else like why do you have to com like is the only famous indian person you know priyanka chopra that like like she's also the most americanized indian person i've ever seen like she's literally she's a global citizen actually did you know that I don't know what, I don't even know what that means. But like, things like that is like, I know Mindy Kaling wrote this because she doesn't know any better. Like, it's just so weird. No, and you know what? Actually, what you were saying got me thinking. Like, this is about Mindy Kaling's growth. Maybe this is Mindy Kaling's story. Like, I know that like, when I decided that I had a story, I also wanted in some way to represent my story and my upbringing in terms of media, right? So maybe this is Mindy Kaling's story, but what I feel like she's doing is still like a weird psychological projection of I am just like you, American people. This is my story of me rejecting my culture because I am just like you. So watch this so I can furthermore prove to you that you should accept me into your American only life. Yeah. Because I feel like she she even did it with the Mindy Project, right? She didn't date a single Indian guy. She didn't talk about Indian culture at all. She didn't talk about Hinduism at all. Um, in the office, her name was Kelly Kapoor, right? So even though she was Hindu, her name was Kelly, and she like really shat on the Diwali on the Diwali in the Diwali episode. She was boy obsessed again. Like if these are all representations of Mindy Kaling as who she is, then that's fine. But to then portray it as this is the South Indian girl representation, that is what is disappointing because I know that there's so many of us who, or the South Asian girl representation even, there's so many of us who we don't relate to that. In high school, we might have had crushes on guys. Like, obviously, I had Skittles. You had Jolly Ranchers. Like, we had code names for guys we thought were cute. Like, we had those things. But we didn't make it our life's goal that we ended up losing friends over it we didn't shit on our culture when one of them happened to be a white guy because we wanted to be more americanized instead we in any case that there was a, a white boy that like i was talking to anytime he talked to me about my culture i never chat on it i would be like actually this is what i believe this is what i support this is what i do i dance this bartanatyam is an indian classical dance just like any st classical style of dance like ballet i would teach them and they would appreciate that well obviously like going off of that like not everyone is going to feel as comfortable as you did like sharing about your culture and stuff. So like we have to take that into account. And some people don't perceive it well either. But like the like the character I'm going back to this because this annoyed me so much. But like Devi Vishwakumar's character didn't develop at all. She's still up and even after she told her friends 
that she was going to change, she made the decision to go to that guy's house again. Like, there was zero character development. And that's saying a lot. Like, that's saying that, like, you wrote this character to not develop. Like, there was, she was just the same person. Are you trying to, like, maybe get a season two and a season three for further character development? I, like, understand maybe that, but also, like, you've just totally put off people in season one. Like, I felt like the perfect character development turning point should have been when that boy went up to her who went to Princeton and was like, hey, like, it's actually not a cool personality trait to hate your culture. Because he literally said that. He was like, yeah, like, I know that that's, like, a characteristic. I wasn't going to perpetuate it any longer because I actually realized in college it wasn't cool. And I was like, maybe this will be the moment that Devi Vishwakumar is like, oh, maybe I shouldn't find all these different reasons to hate on my culture. Like, when her mom was, like, so worried about the geometry book falling on the ground, and all she could do was yell at her mom, like, I literally wanted to scream, because it's like, your mom literally blessed that. Like, don't yell at your mom, understand her. She doesn't want the book to fall on the ground. Maybe you don't get it, but, like, don't yell at your mom, and then don't throw it out the window. (laughs) (laughs) She also had, like, serious anger issues (laughs) and like i know that the idea is that like there's more to it like when i first read the subplot for episode one and how it was like she's gonna try and leave like her past behind her and like her other what everybody else thought of her before to try and become cool i'll admit that when i first read it i thought it was about being like a hindu indian girl and i feel like symbolically it's trying to mean that But, like, literally, it's about how, like, her father died and then she became, like, psychosomatic paralyzed because of it, right? Which is, like, all fine and good. Like, I understand that there's a traumatic backstory in her heart that is, like, giving her those anger issues and is giving her these weird character inconsistencies. But I think that it still could have been dealt with in a more respectful way. I guess what I'm trying to get is that, is that like, I feel like when you have the platform to be respectful to a culture, the greatest disservice you can do is to just continue to disrespect that culture. Perpetuate, she just kept perpetuating those stereotypes like over and over again. And I'm just like, you couldn't have broken some of these stereotypes like i loved the 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 bollywood music that was playing like a ganesh puja i loved that like she dressed up to a weird like techno beat version of Hare krishna Hare ram like that stuff was cool like if i was to create my own tv show and i was dressing up like to make it more quote-unquote modern i would totally throw that techno beat in there but i wouldn't be upset about looking at myself in the mirror and my sari i'd be like damn i look great on to ganesh puja right and I feel like even though, yes, that's my story, I felt I feel like that's the story that should be, be being portrayed because to portray the stereotype, to portray the character of someone who once again doesn't like their culture is just, it's disheartening because then it, it becomes even more disheartening when like these platforms are are so critical to people who are younger than us, girls who are younger than us. And we can already kind of see girls who are younger than us who don't have as strong of a connection to the Indian culture like we do. And we talk about it sometimes, you and me. We talk about how we see, like, little kids that we grew up with 
kind of being distant from the culture and this kind of just perpetuates that even more and it's it's really saddening because then when we grow up what's hindu association going to be for us you know what are these what is like republic day and what's independence day going to be for us oh my god you know something else that i was really like saddened that she didn't include like a temple or like the temple yeah. culture because at least I know for a lot of young girls like us, we grew up at the temple. Like, temple was like, we made some of our best friends there. Like, we created a village. Like, we had a village backing us up. I mean, you said, like, it is relatable that events happen at transit middle school and, like, high schools. But events happen at the temple. Like, we have a stage at the temple. <laughs> like... And, like, I get it. Like, maybe Mindy Kaling, like, didn't go to the temple, like, when she was a young kid or whatever. But, like, how could you not include a temple in a South South Indian show? I just don't know. Like, it was just so unrealistic. And it's, it's honestly because her the character, Devi Vishwakumar, is not... It's disappointing because she's not as in tune with being Hindu as, like you would think would be portrayed because like i think you know when there's jewish tv shows those jewish people really like embrace the jewish culture right when there's like christian tv shows christians embrace that too when there's when there's muslim tv shows like rami online like like i love rami youssef because he i feel like he perfected the art of being an egyptian american a muslim american at the same time grappling with like how he feels about Islam in America, but still practicing his culture. Like, I think he perfected that. And I think that Hassan Minaj perfected the idea of being an Indian American, being a Muslim American, like still having and being married to a Hindu American and still embracing his beliefs, naming his child a Indian-esque name and still loving basketball and still participating in American politics. And I feel like, Mindy Kaling had this opportunity to do the same things with different narratives, finally incorporating a narrative of a temple, finally incorporating the narrative of the Hindu girl, finally incorporating the narrative of an Indian American who isn't ashamed of being Indian and American. And I think overall, I think that she failed at that. And also to add on to that, like, to me, at least, I don't know if you felt this, but it felt like every other American coming-of-age show just, like, slapped with, like, brown people in it. I agree, because, like, towards the end, I'll admit that towards the end, when, like, it finally, like, when she, like, finally, like, repaired her friendship or whatever, and then when she, like, finally ended up with the guy that she was, like, low-key in a rivalry with the entire time, instead of, like, actually, like, the hot guy, like... All of that, if all of that was the baseline storyline, that's fine. But I feel like the fact that it was not layered on top with more appropriate cultural references and rather it was layered with very superficial cultural references just made it seem like a weird amalgamation of trying to be an American coming of age show, throwing in a couple brown people here and there. 
and throwing in a mom with an accent. Honestly, the most relatable part of that TV show was the face her mom made after Davy said she's just so Indian. Like, her mom made this, like, the most disappointed face at Davy, and I think that was the most relatable part of that show. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it was a wasted opportunity. I hope that season two... I guess shows more character development. I just don't want it to be a repeat of the Mindy Project where there's not a single Indian boy who's who's a main character. I feel like even Indian boys get a bad rap and the fact that you're not using your platform to kind of support them like I feel like there's so many Indian boys who are also confused who also don't have representation and you have a platform now to even give them like a messiah to give them someone to look for wait you know what was really funny like when I first saw like the show um and there was like no trailers out or anything it was like just the concept of the show was released I was like so excited I was like oh my god like there's gonna be like a cute Indian boy in it. Like, this is great. And then I saw the trailer, and it was this, like, American slash Japanese man. Like, I was just so disappointed. I was like, you, this is such a disservice to, like, young Amer- or young Indian American boys as well. And I think, like, what we discussed is, like, I don't think our grievances and our qualms are with the idea of her not being with an Indian boy rather than being with, like, anybody else of any other race. Because, I mean, we I, that's not a qualm with us. Like, I've had friends that have dated, like, white people who are amazing people. I have aunties who are married to white men who are amazing human beings. Like, that's not the point. The point is when you have a platform to provide representation that's the representation you should be providing. That's the that's the stepping stone to get more representation for us. Also, like, it doesn't... Like, the Indian boy didn't have to be her love interest. Like, that's fine. But, like, to not even have, like, a friend... Like, there was that guy. The guy at the Ganesh Puja was there for 0.2 seconds. And I was like, I want more of him. Like, why isn't he, like, her sidekick or, like, best friend or, like, childhood friend something something and like just like don't give him an accent because not all indian american boys have an accent don't give him an it job because not all like you should have just put in like a good character in there and like someone who had her back or something it doesn't even have to be romantic but like they really like mindy like i feel like mindy doesn't know how to write indian american boys and she should have gotten help. <laughs> like, she literally should have, like... I feel like that's absolutely... No, I think that's a perfect analysis. She doesn't know how to write Indian boys, but she should have gotten help. Like, also, I can't believe that the only Indian man that she thought to cast was the same Indian man I see everywhere. This guy was in Heroes. This guy was, like... like Wait, who? You know the Senthil Ramkumar, the guy that plays her dad? Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I th- I love him, so, like, I can't even, like... But it was so funny because all the shows I've seen him in, he doesn't have an Indian accent. And then you slap on this, like, fake-ass Indian accent on him, and it's just like, like, why? <laughs> I gotta be honest, like, the Indian accents were a little bit, like, rough around the edges. But, like, I... I point like I can also see what they're trying to get at right but at the same time it's like if you want an immigrant parent mom and dad 
maybe cast an immigrant parent, mom and dad? Like, you know what I mean? Like, people that are trying to be actors, somebody from India? I did like how she did cast, like, Maitri uh, Ramakrishnan, I think is her name. And she's like an actual, like, she's Tamil, right? Yeah, she's like an actual high school Tamil girl. Like, kudos to Mindy for that. She's Tamil Canadian, like, 100%. And, like, another thing is, like, I know that Maitri is, like, trying to get her name out there. And whether or not, like, honestly, like, if I was given this opportunity, I would not be, I would not allow myself to shit on it, right? Because it's, like, for me, I'm gonna get my name out there, and I'm gonna just, Mindy Kaling is giving me a platform to, like, allow me to like show off my skill and maybe one day I can then create my own thing of my own story and that's all well and dandy so none of this is about her because I think she's a great actress and I think that she can do wonderful things with like her development I think that the saddening and disappointing thing is how Mindy Kaling approached this and the content that she gave my three I feel like is disappointing Wait, did you all, I also recently found out, I don't know if this is true or not, but I think the guy who played Paxton is like 29 or something. What? <laughs> I don't know if that's true. I just saw it somewhere. <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know. But if he is like, that's a problem. <laughs> Wait, let's look it up right now. How old is Paxton? I love how the first thing that came up was how old is Bernie Sanders? <laughs> no, he's. Oh, wait. Oh, shit. I just looked up how old is Paxton and it gave me a 19-year-old girl. (laughs) Oh, my God. He's 29 years old. Yeah. You couldn't have found found a younger Indian guy? What about... Wait. We literally have a friend. I mean, I don't know if you know the Parthasarathis. Do you know the Parthasarathis? Yeah. So, they have, like, a, a nephew or a grandson or something who lives in California, he was on Modern Family. What about him? <laughs> I don't know. I just thought it was really, like, like, why would you cast, like, what is she, like, 18, 17, 18? And then cast a 29-year-old love interest. Like, doesn't matter if he's brown or not, but, like, maybe cast someone who's, like, 20 or something. I'm just, like, I'm shook at the fact that you'd rather cast a 29-year-old man than, like, literally, like, uh, what's his name? I think his name is, like, Suraj. Suraj Parthasarathy. He was also on Aziz Ansari show. Don't get me started on Aziz Ansari show. That is something I think that Rami did better than Aziz Ansari, but I won't get into that. Anyways. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But, yeah, I, that also bothered me. I don't know. It's... I mean, overall, you know, we do have to be, I guess, a little thankful for at least there was some, at least the sh- I think, I think it's better that this show came out than it didn't at all, maybe. I mean, I still have to, like, think about that, but I'm trying to think of positive things and I really can't, but. <laughs> Literally, the only positive things I can think about are all the characters other than Devi Ramakrishna. Like. Her mom was amazing. Like, Kamala is her own, like, story. Like, Kamala, like, maybe she didn't like the idea of an arranged marriage. And maybe she, like, fell in love with someone that she went to graduate school with. And she has to grapple with that, right? Like, but I feel like the way that she portrayed that was well. And I feel like she wasn't shitting on her culture. She just 
didn't want an arranged marriage. There's a difference between not wanting an arranged marriage and, like, shitting on the concept of an arranged marriage because, like, our parents are arranged. You know what I mean? Like, we're doing just fine. So, or, like, I think, like, the Jewish boy's backstory was, like, fantastic. And, like, his his reasoning for being a bully but actually, like, grappling with his own fact that his family is, like, never present, that was perfect. The girl, like, the LGBTQ representation for the girl, that was perfect. Her coming out and her mom being supportive, that was perfect. Like, the weird uh backstory for the asian girl's mom like that was good too but like why then is davy's story so awfully written even even the mom's relationship with davy like the mom side of it was developed so well but davy's side of it she just stayed the same she didn't learn anything from any of this and that's really sad it was just so it was, like, disappointing to see, like, I, and I loved the fact that they had dinner together every night, right? Like, because, like, that's something we try to do, too. And I like the fact that the mom emphasized that because that's what our parents try to emphasize, too, right? And, like, but Davey didn't seem to be grateful for any of it. And for me, it's, like, if you're going to have any sort of character development, I felt like it should have happened in the first season. At least a little bit to kind of hook me in to want to watch season two, Right? And it's just like, I felt like... Like, at the end of the day, it just became another American, like, rom-com type of thing. Like, it ended with, like, her kissing this... I just, I knew it was gonna be, a, like, I knew it was gonna be a bad show from the beginning. Because not only did she say, like, hey, gods, what's poppin', all that stuff. Her prayers were a hot boyfriend being invited to a party with hard drugs and alcohol. I mean, that's all fine. I just, I don't know. But it's just like, it's just like, why is this how you're going to start it? Like, why is this how you're going to start it? Like, (laughs) and her paralysis was suddenly cured after realizing that she like wanted to date like that one guy. Like, what? Yeah. Like it had nothing to do with her dad. It was so weird. I just think, I just think every single, like, honestly, one of the funnier parts was, like, when that teacher was trying to be relatable. You know what I mean? Like, nothing that was funny came from Davy's mouth. It all came from other characters. Like, when the de- the teacher was like, I want y'all to be shooketh. Like, I thought that was funny that he was trying to be relatable. I thought that was funny. But I didn't think it was funny how, like, Davy like, did nothing, ever. <laughs> Mindy really put in a lot of, like, modern, like, like elements into it like tiktok like there was just like so many like different aspects of it that i did like that it was like set in a place where you know think like things are happening right now which i did like but again going back to the whole character development thing like davy didn't learn anything from any of this also i thought it was super unrealistic that she ran away from home and stayed at that jewish guy's house like that would never fly ever anywhere like, I, I just don't understand how that happened. And she was just so ungrateful for everything. And I was just, I don't know. Like I said, like, maybe she was ungrateful because, um, like, she has this trauma that she was dealing with. But I feel like, I feel like that's just, it wasn't handled correctly. Like, I feel like being ungrateful... being ungrateful to your mom after your father has passed away like that doesn't add up and i don't think it's correct but also like 
her mom and her had such a strained relationship because of what she heard her say before a concert. Do you remember that? Like, her mom was like, oh, like, I don't want to deal with this kid anymore. Like, because she lost her sheet music. Did you skip this part? Oh, my God. This is so important. But, like, the day, you know how her dad died and got a heart attack at that concert? Yeah. The, while they were getting ready to go to the concert, like, Davy lost her sheet music and her mom, like, went off on her. And, like, her dad was trying to, like calm everyone down but then she went upstairs to look for sheet music and her mom was talking to her dad and she was like i can't deal with this kid anymore like i don't want to be her mom or like she's not my daughter or something like that and davy heard everything like right before how did you not how did you miss this part okay <laughs> but like yeah so i i guess i should take back what i said about like i think yeah, her grief was, like, definitely valid. And, like, obviously she went through trauma. And she had such a strained relationship with her mom because of those words that were said right before the trauma. But she, again, I don't think she learned anything from it after they had resolved everything. Overall, I feel like Mindy Kaling missed a really good opportunity to, like portray a true like change of character within Devi Vishwakumar between like hating her background and her ethnicity into maybe accepting parts of it which she didn't at the end um and it became more of just a regular run-of-the-mill like American rom-com type of coming-of-age story but I I guess I am somewhat thankful for I, I had some good laughs during the show I'm not going to lie. I had some good laughs where, you know, things like were actually relatable, like some things of the Ganesh Puja and just some of the phrases that they used. And I like how they added some Tamil into there. I think that was nice. But I think there were just a lot of missed, oppor missed opportunities on Mindy Kaling's part. But what are you going to do? It's there's nothing we can change. Open letter to Mindy Kaling. If you ever end up listening to this, I used to love you. So I really want to love you again, but like, try to be a better writer. <laughs> That's my take on it. <laughs> and I've seen, I mean, on social media, I've seen mixed things. Like I've seen a lot of people who have said good things about it, but then a lot of people, like even more people who have hated on it and like have basically, I mean, I looked through the comments of certain things and it's basically like, this isn't the representation that we wanted or expected. And I think that's like the sentiment that the two of us have as well. Like it is somewhat, it is representation, but it's not what we wanted. Like we didn't come this far to, to get that. Anyways, Anyways um, thanks for listening to this bonus episode. If you have any comments and reviews and anything else you want to add about Never Have I Ever, please DM us on Instagram at PB and Chill with four L's. I wonder if Pat Bird watched Never Have I Ever. We could ask him. I'll send him an email. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, please do let us know if you have differing opinions. Um, just because we want to hear everyone's opinions and uh, learn from them ourselves, you know. So, enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>